On today's episode, three reasons follower counts are irrelevant. You're listening to Fair Game, the fair industry's premier podcast experience with your host, Robert Smith. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. If you follow me on social, then you may have seen a post recently I put out. It was both on Instagram and Facebook, basically a photo that said, with a caption that said, if you believe follower counts matter, you've been fooled. And I got a little pushback on it, uh, and I got pushback both publicly, and I got some DMs from a variety of different people that said that, no, well, follower counts do matter, because how else do you get your message out to people? And so if you take a look around social media, it won't take you long to realize that people have a thing for followers. The common thought tends to be the more followers you have, the better, cooler, more in demand you must be. Follower accounts have become basically the modern equivalent of having everyone want you to sign their high school yearbook back in the day. You must be so popular, right? Well, no, not at all, not right at all. So here's my opinion on follower accounts. Follower accounts are basically irrelevant, and here's why. First reason is purchased followers. The common thought I mentioned before that somehow a lot of followers must mean that your product or your business or, or you are somehow more important is a gigantic misconception. For starters, followers can be bought. Now, if you're not that deep into the social media ecosphere, you may not even realize this is a thing. Social media users literally can go to certain companies and pay to get more followers on their given accounts, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or what have you. Literally, they put their credit card in and a computer program begins generating followers for that account. You could spend, I don't know, $100 for 2,500 followers or $500 for 20,000 followers. Prices vary as do results. Now, do the follower counts actually increase? In some cases, yes, absolutely. In some cases, they're scams and you end up, people get taken. However, in most cases, those those follower count increases, they're bot accounts. They're not real. They're just a computer-generated fake account that follows the person. Now, you'll get advertisements that say, oh, it's a real, real followers, but all of a sudden you see you've got 50,000 more followers from Indonesia. Like, what does that mean to me here in the United States? So why do people buy fake followers? Well, it's a super easy answer. They need fake followers to build up their fake self-esteem. It's just true. If you are confident in who you are, in your product, in your business, it just doesn't matter how many followers you have. So how do you know if a person is buying following or fake followers? It, it's not always easy to find out. There's apps and website, websites that claim to be able to indicate how many real versus fake followers a user has. And accuracy can vary and in some cases only lead you to having to give up personal information or credit card information to get the results, which is not a great idea. But one way I found that's pretty accurate is simply looking at the number of followers against the amount of engagement they have. By default with organic reach anymore, now that the Facebook's ad product is so much at scale, if you've got tens of thousands of followers or 50,000 followers or whatever that number is, you should be getting somewhere to a level of organic engagement between a half of 1% to 3% like at the high side. Some might get bumped to five or eight, but they tend to be uh, an exception to what that organic reach is. 
So someone with 25,000 followers should be getting at least several hundred likes, comments, and shares. But take a look at some of the accounts on Instagram and you'll see people have like 27,000, 45,000, 100,000 plus followers, yet they get like 18 likes in one comment. You've just found someone who bought their followers. Second reason that follower counts are irrelevant is that your goals aren't the same with someone else's goals. And this is a big one for me. Equating follower counts to some level of value or quality misses the very real possibility that the goals of one brand or person are dramatically different than the goals of another brand or person. Here's a couple of quick examples. If you have Facebook, then you've likely heard of these two companies, Purple Mattress and Squatty Potty. (laughs) It's a great name. Each startup put out videos that went insanely viral. Purple Mattress released a video with a character called Goldilocks the Bed Expert, where they dropped four raw eggs onto a mattress. It garnered 138 million views and counting and shot Purple Mattress to the forefront of the direct-to-consumer mattress industry. Squatty Potty released a video with a unicorn character dropping, well... Watch the video if you have a chance. It's on the it's linked in the article. This video garnered 140 million views and counting. Now that's almost 280 million views between the two companies. My point, they are viral mega hits. But the company behind Purple Mattress's video and the Squatty Potty video and a number of other company videos that have generated more than 1 billion views on the internet has only 8200 followers. So what does that say about Harmon Brothers that they don't have a million followers? Like, just doesn't matter. Look at the quality they're putting out. Your goals are not the same as someone else's goals. So quit comparing your follower counts to someone else's follower counts. The third reason the Facebook uh, followers is irrelevant is because the Facebook ad product makes them ultimately irrelevant. Listen, if you're in a B2C, a business-to-consumer business, Having a high follower count in order to sell your watch or your camera or your coffee mug or whatever the product is intuitively seems like it would be helpful. And on its face, it probably does have some benefit. Or if you're like my business and you provide a service to another business, so you're dealing in the business, the B2B space, you might also think enormous follower counts are helpful. But ultimately, the Facebook ad product wipes away any advantage, particularly If we're talking about, in my case, entertainment service providers in the fair industry where our business serves. Now, as performers, we tend to log tens of thousands of miles traveling to fairs across the country. In one year, I have picked up followers from Southern California to Maryland. Other acts do the exact same thing. So let's take an example of how the Facebook ad product can ultimately eliminate any advantage having large a large number of followers has. Let's take an act, uh, let's take two acts. One act with 20,000 followers while another act has, say, 1,000 followers. The act with 20,000 followers gets booked at a fair in, let's say, Minnesota. They put on a video, uh, or put out a video on their Facebook page which generates an organic reach of, let's say, 1,000, and that's probably a generous estimate. That's good for the fair, right? A thousand people engaging with likes, comments, and shares about an act coming to their fair. Or so you would think. You have to ask yourself, where are those followers? 
remember as acts, we generate our followers from a variety of locations around America and Canada. If your fair is in Minnesota and the act is performed there before, maybe 25% of those engagements are in your area. That doesn't mean they're close enough to go to your fair, but they might be somewhat in the maybe 100 to 200 mile range, depending on how close they perform to your fair. Now, if this is the act's first time in Minnesota, forget it. Few, if any of those engagements are going to be from your fair's area. To recap that, so this act has 20,000 followers. They publish a post which organically generates 1,000 engagements, of which 250 or less will be in your area. And if they have not been in your area before, probably zero will have been in your area. So what advantage, what benefit does that have to the fair? Now let's take a look at an act that has, say, only 1,000 followers. Understanding Facebook's ad product, the act deploys an unpublished Facebook post and targets it against a given demographic within, say, 25 miles of your fair. Maybe it's 50 miles, whatever your service area is. They get their message in front of 10,000 people who are potential customers for your fair for about $90. The ad generates 1,000 engagements, which are likes, comments, and shares. And because of Facebook's targeting capabilities, all of those 1,000 engagements are in your fair's immediate area. You see how that worked? One act gets in front of few, if any, of the fair's potential customers, but they've got 20, 30, 40, 50,000 followers. The other gets in front of 10,000 of the fair's potential customers with 1,000 of them immediately engaging. Follower counts are a nonsense vanity metric. They say very little about the quality of a brand or of a product. If they do say something, then certainly there should be some sort of graduated matrix of follower success, shouldn't there? Like, what's my value if I have a million plus followers? What if I only have 500,000? Is my product any better or worse if I only have 100,000? What about 25,000, 1,000, 500? Nah, my friends, Follower counts are irrelevant, and I just gave you three good reasons why. So that's the podcast for today. If you are listening to this in the future, today's episode for the record was recorded in mid-November 2018, and with that in mind, Sarah and I are gearing up for our convention season. We've got Arizona Fairs next week, followed by IAFE's debut in San Antonio, and then Western Fairs in January up in Reno. If you're hearing this podcast and you are at any of those events, please feel free to come up and say hi and introduce yourself. Sarah and I would both love to meet you. Thanks for listening.